on cooter. School me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie. True pimp, spin no dough on the booty. And I'm yell, there go mace, there go your cutie. Yeah, seems unlikely they're listening live, but yeah, totally. Live. It's true. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, no, we are back for another episode. Oh, gosh. You know, Tarek, I miss the unorthodox intros when I used to just hit record while we were mid-sentence in a ridiculous that's conversation. True. Well, you know. Tonight was a different night, out. though. We you big know, time now, I guess. Here's the thing. People need to know. <laughs> We've rebranded. And by that, I mean we changed our title. So if you found this, you I hopefully hopefully you saw the change. And that is that our title is now the Talk To Me Podcast with the New word podcast. to, not the number to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you're seeing that, I hope that it's a little easier for you to maybe tell your friends or family members uh, about where they can find us. Because I know that you guys are spreading the good word about us. Uh, and Co-workers, as far, kids, grandparents, nieces, nephews, let's mm, acquaintances. Should we, should we say kids though? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> kids gotta learn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, but here's the thing. Um, so for those that don't know, sometimes it got a little campy when I'd have to explain to someone. They're like, "Oh, what's your podcast?" And it's like, it's "Talk to me with T and Maddie B." And they're like, "Oh, I can't find." It. It's like. Well, because you need the number two, oh, and you need an exclamation mark, and then it's a little double, you, you know, and it was just like trying to explain to people, and then it was just, oh, yeah. no, just the letter T, just a big capital T. So anyways, we shortened it up, we feel like it's a little more profesh, um, and I hope that people are able to find it a little nice and easier now, just being the Talk To Me podcast. Um, obviously... Unfortunately, uh, your existing subscriptions weren't, weren't uh, messed up, I think, so... Yeah, yeah let's just, hope not. Uh, the Talk To Me podcast. Nice and easy. Yep. And obviously, if you found us, then you know where to download it. And uh, make sure you keep telling people where to find us. So, anyways, let's uh, let's get kicking off, dude. I wanted to tell you about something. Okay, go ahead. So, I'm trying to get into biking. Okay. In the middle of winter, hey? Man, no, like I spin? mean... <laughs> uh, nope. More trying to get into like pedal biking. Yeah. But it turns out pedal biking is not as I guess easy to find good bikes in the winter. You would think that this would be the perfect buying season. Well, I think all the bike shops sold off all their inventory. I know, it's a little frustrating. I'm trying to get something on the secondary market anyways. Mm. But here's the thing. So I'm reaching I got a out. bike you can use. Do you? No, yes. your wife's Supercycle. old junky bike. Ah, you remembered about it, eh? Mm-mm, no chance. Give you a good deal. 300 bucks. Cash. <laughs> just a bright purple bike, <laughs> Matt, riding it around town. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm a fan of the color purple, but... Well, no... there you go. I got a bike for you. Dude, I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you thinking about me, all right? No, I reached out to my uh, resident bike expert and uh, got some got some opinions from him so well that's cool man i love biking Brittany and i love biking so when you come in the summer bring your bike you know what? or we should go there with our bikes drums got really good biking right how how serious do you bike though that's my only question not that serious okay i never want to fall off my bike if i fall off my bike i've had a terrible year you know what i mean like that's my thought too (laughs) i mean i feel like you probably can't go too hard with your back anyways like you're not 
bobbing down these hills and whatnot. But but I do like to get up to speed. But I like you know like it's not crazy. It's not crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. So there's a trail that leads like basically from my house all the way out to the dinosaur museum. Okay. So this summer, what I'd really like to do is get into biking that trail every Saturday if I can. That's the oh, goal. Nice. That's the goal. I like it. I like it. And then also biking to work every day. Figure, you know, save a little bit on the environment with my car, and also a little save a little money in in gas and whatnot. But uh, yeah. Anyways. Can you uh, submit a receipt for a carbon tax rebate if you uh, bike to work or what? Dude, do you think Jason Kenny would would accept it? Well, I mean. And Jason Kenny's not charging us a carbon tax, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry, Justin. You think you could hook a guy up with a nice little rebate? Justin has or... got to be a listener. Justin, I mean, Matt's biking to work. Get him some of that money back. Dude, just a little bit. I'm not asking for a lot. Just, you know, the just whole amount. Bit. Thanks, Justin. The whole Justin. amount of what I'm paying, all right? <laughs> but anyways, nope. Just wanted to let you know that I'm, I'm back. I'm can I say I'm back because I used to ride a bike when I was a kid? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Right? I like back it. in the bike world. I like it. You know, that brings me... Uh, something I'm thinking about lately is I hate... Like, I'm 31 now. going to be 32 this year. And I hate all the aches and pains after a physical activity. You know? Like, I'm feeling fairly healthy. Um, but what? without fail, I play volleyball twice a week. And my knees just hurt something fierce <laughs> after for Dude, like the three or four you days in stretch. between. Well, and I stretch. I definitely stretch. And it's not like a muscle pain. It's just like old knees pain, I feel like. Or, and this is what I'm really hoping. It's just, you know, I've heard a chiropractor say, well, the problem is not that you do this physical activity. It's just that you do nothing all week. And then you do two hours of hard physical activity to play mm. volleyball. And I'm like, that makes sense. The logic of it's with me. But it's just annoying because that was never an issue. It was no big deal. And now it is. You know what I mean? So consistency is key, I guess, is really what I was getting at there. You know what? Famed, well, soon to be Hall of Fame basketball player Kevin Garnett was talking about this at one point, I remember. And he was discussing one of the reasons why he ended up retiring was because he was spending more time in preparation and cool down after a game than he was actually playing in the game. Oh wow! Like he would show up to the gym like two and a half hours before the game to get like a workout in, but also like stretched and like just prepped for the game, then play for two and a half to three hours, and then would be there for another like two hours after the game, like cooling down and again stretching and doing, you know, massage and whatever else those guys get like go through sort of thing. And it's like he was then spending, you know, a solid eight to ten hours a day just at the gym just to play a game. Yeah, you know? that's a lot. And I mean, you think at his level, it's like, yeah, maybe that's okay. I'm not, nobody's playing that hard, though. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. I mean, yeah. he, he's a whole other, you know, human being. I don't think most guys probably took it that that serious. Like, But, uh, you know, I, I think that's just naturally what happens with old age. Or old, old age. Uh, as you get older, you have to... <laughs> You have to stay physic physical in some way, right? And it's like I mean, I feel like if you did say a half hour of physical activity every day, then those two hours of volleyball probably wouldn't feel as bad. Maybe That's I'm what wrong, I'm though. thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe you gotta call up my guy, Carson Church. Tell him you need to be back on Carson's plan of misery when it comes to That's uh, true. Friend of the show, Carson. I mean it's the new year. It's not a bad time. Maybe I will. 
Got to be more consistent. You know what? Carson's probably dealing with some very considerable highs in terms of uh, clientele right now for the next couple weeks. That's true. For everybody who doesn't know, Carson Church is a local personal trainer, friend of the show, contributor of the show, and it's personal trainer season right now. January is personal trainer season if there ever was one. This is their tax season, you know? Like it really it is. is. They it really is. The month of January, they're just hustling probably so hard, and then all of a sudden, by third week of January, it's just probably this huge just dip, just craters off. Absolutely. But you know that's the thing. You know it's kind of funny because I think the number one resolution because I don't think we talked resolutions last week, did we? I don't know if we did. At the very tail end, I think we discussed resolutions. But okay, the fact is, is like obviously the number one resolution is always. You want to get fit, get lose shape. weight, something to do with your current physical features, I think. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because there was a girl in my office today who was asking, she's like, so Matt, do you have any you know, New Year's resolutions? I said, no, nah, not really because it's like, I mean, January 1st is just an arbitrary day, I think. But really, it's like, make changes in your life any day of the year. Who cares? You know? Yeah. But, I mean, it's good if if January 1st is working for you, then keep doing it. But, I mean, if June 12th or, you know, September 6th works even better for you, then go for those two. I don't care. But, you know, uh, the fact is, I was like, oh, and I said, did you make any? She she goes, yeah, several. And I said, let me guess. You want to lose weight. You want to save money. You want to put yourself first. I said, typical like (laughs) just called her out oh Oh, and she just went red because she knew those are all three oh man and i was like oh yeah put yourself first wow that's like like, everybody does say that all the time now don't they oh 100 man that's such a campy friggin' line now that i'm just like hashtag self-care yeah (laughs) oh man and it's like hey if that's what you want to do all the power to you but like it's such a i don't know such a cheesy thing that it was like yeah 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 like just do your thing, you know? I don't know. You get to see you're making friends at the office, Maddie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just just cut her right down. It was great. It was a great moment. But, uh, oh, you know, I don't know. It's it's so cheesy. Here's, here's my New Year's resolution to you. This is what I came to realize. And it's not even to save money, but I've been making my own coffee. Oh, okay. So I talked, to, uh, I talked to our resident uh, coffee nerds, my guy Kyle and... I guess Joey didn't really chime in on the conversation, but uh, you know, I was I was shooting them some some messages through the old Instagram, slid into the and DMs. And that is uh, just uh, for for uh, our listeners, Council Coffee at Council Coffee on Instagram. If you want to find out more, their their local company does coffee subscriptions. Keep Dude, keep going. Keep they're going. they're solid guys, and so I know that they know their coffee. I went to a coffee tasting at Tarek's house once with these guys. They are next level with their coffee prep. Yep, they and, know coffee. Oh, man. So, anyways, I just kind of threw out the idea. I was like, guys, like, what do you guys think of this versus this and all that sort of stuff? And, you know, they gave me some great advice. So, I've been taking it and, and trying to, like, I don't know, become a bit more of a coffee snob. And I say that in the most loving way. I don't mean that in an obnoxious way um, because I think that there's, there's validity to – you know, wanting to become a like self-proclaimed expert in any field, like just like doing something well, you know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah. So that's like that's been my big New Year's resolution is 
making coffee for myself every day, but not for the reasons of saving money from buying coffee, but just because, like, I really want to get good at it, and I, I like doing it. Like, it's a lot of fun. I've, I've come to really enjoy it. Oh, there you go. Good for you, so, keeping your resolution. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Did you end up having any resolutions? I can't remember. Uh, you called it out, man. Get in shape. Oh. The second one, I can't remember. Put me first. Put Damn. me first. That's the one I suck at. I definitely suck at putting myself first. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I I have no ambitions for getting in better shape. I mean, maybe a little bit, but mostly I uh, just read more books. I watch. I feel like I watch a little bit too much TV. So that's my big one. You know what? I'm guilty of that too, I think. But it's so hard for me because like, TV is such a more appealing way of consuming content than reading a book, I find. It really is. It's, it takes a little bit more brain effort to uh, read a book. Like, I can still so it's learn, like not as relaxing. learn lots from watching stuff. Yeah, yeah. But there's just And maybe this is it. a cheat. Maybe this doesn't count. But I'm like, don't just sit and watch TV ever. Always kind of work on something. Because there's mm. always kind of something to do. And so it's like, it, and you're not devoting a ton of attention to the thing you're working on. You're not giving it 100%. But I feel like at least I'm not just watching TV and shutting off. Might do that a little bit, but... I don't yeah, know. Well, I, give me a couple of the activities that you do while you watch TV then. So more like um, mindless admin work, I guess. You're not doing high value ad work. Right. right. So like, okay, so I need to, you know, set up to charge these accounts, these fees. And it's just like a simple spreadsheet and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I can put that in. But if it's like, okay, I you know, how do I invest this or do this thing? Or anything how do I calculate? takes like actual brain power. Yes. Or anything that's truly novel or new or, in, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, maybe don't do that at right. that time. But if it's like, yeah, something that you've done previously, that's a good Something time. like Just... folding your laundry or yeah, exactly. putting together your grocery list to exactly. get fit and stay healthy, you know? I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I, I think here's here's my thoughts. We can move on from this after this. I think the key to setting any goal, not just New Year's goals, any goal is to make it what I found anyways, realistic. A couple of keys. Number one, though, is realistic. Don't say not going to watch TV for 2020. Cause that's just dumb. I'm not going to do that. I will fail. And then 100%. you're just like, OK, yeah. So it's like, OK, you watch TV. Absolutely. You will um, find ways to do it. That's more productive. We'll watch less TV. That's not hard. Um, cut a few things out here and there. Just work to build better habits is really what it is. And if you're a little bit better off by the, this week, the next week, then you're good. And that's kind of how I see it. The next thing is focus on outcomes not and, and activity. Yeah, focus on activities, not necessarily outcomes, I guess, is what I mean. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sometimes... I, I might slightly disagree with that. but Okay. So, like, for example... If your goal is to lose, you know, like my goal, I'd say I was like, I want to lose like 10 pounds of muscle. I want to put on 15 pounds of, or lose 10 pounds of fat, put on 15, 20 pounds of muscle. Yeah. Don't focus on losing 20 pounds or whatever. Focus on going to the gym three times a week and eating right. Do you know what I mean? Like those, and then set goals around those activities as opposed to setting a goal around the outcome. To an extent, I agree. Here's my okay. argument, folks. Okay. So this is where we're going to get into a little business aspect. All right, people? If you work for a mm-hmm. big company, they have these fancy things called budgets. Maybe you guys rock one in your day-to-day life or your monthly life when it comes to spending, all those sorts of things. The idea with the budget is that 
you're trying to get efficiency and effectiveness within whatever it is you're budgeting. Typically, it's personal finance, those sorts of things. And what it should do is you should be you should be budgeting to the actual amount as close as you can. And the reality is you should be actually cutting down enough where it like it hurts a little bit and it becomes like difficult and it forces you to be efficient right and effective so okay as much as i agree with what you just said like yeah don't just focus on the end goal at the same time it should be it also shouldn't be that you are like well i want to lose 10 pounds of fat and gain 20 pounds of muscle and then at the end of the year all you did was like either stay the same or maybe you lost like two pounds of fat and gained one pound of muscle or something like that it's like well mm-hmm. i tried no, no 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 you still have to focus on achieving the end goal and you should right. be forcing yourself to get there somehow so if it's i want to you know cut out one hour of television a week well how many do you actually watch right now if it's 12 say okay that's like roughly two hours a day just just under okay maybe you should go realistically can i shed off four hours a week and it's like it should be enough that it hurts a little bit and it forces you to find uh, a hobby or activity that's actually going to fill totally. A, totally a significant portion of it not just you know a pat on the back because you got rid of one hour everyone can get rid of one hour right you, know? right you know what i mean if it's a significant part of your day or a significant part of your right. life and so it's like with your budgets uh, or with your resolutions and stuff i would encourage you to try and look at it like a budget and like push yourself to a point where where it hurts a little bit yeah no, that makes sense. That's fair. I like that. And I think we were kind of saying different sides of the same thing. Because like with your TV example, that's a good example. Because you immediately said, if I want to watch one hour or less a week, how many is that in days? And that's the activities, I mean. You know what I mean? So like you have your weekly goal, but then break it up into the specific activities for the day. Like so one hour a week or four hours a week, what is that per day? And then focus on that because that's manageable. But exactly. Yeah, good yeah. point. Make sure you set a goal and, and and record the outcome and make sure you're actually striving for something that's worth striving and, for. And make sure you have a good plan. Don't just say yeah. I want that's, to do And that's this. what I meant. Yeah. Focus on the activities. Absolutely. 100%. Focusing on the final number. You know what? Anyways. You're right. We were trying to hit on the exact same thing. Anyways, the exact same thing. That's our Gary V portion of the podcast where we try to motivate you to get off your rear ends. Tony also, Robbins, give us a call. You know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> Our podcast, almost a perfect length for your cardio workout. Now get your butt oh, to the gym. There you go. There you and go. And go run on a treadmill. Heck, walk if you want. I don't care. Just get moving for Just the 45 something. minutes while you listen to our angelic voices uh, inspire you for your everyday activities. All right? Go. Anyways, should we get into it, T? Let's do it. Let's get into it. It's an interesting topic. Okay. We are talking tipping. Mm-hmm. All right? And I want to discuss this one. You know, I feel like maybe we should have talked about this near the end of the year. But at the same time, I've seen a couple cool examples of it at the beginning of the year so far. Okay. Anyways, the art of tipping. And the art of tipping. We're talking about tipping at like a restaurant, folks, or your valet, or... I mean, who am I kidding? Valet, I, don't, I don't go anywhere that I've got a valet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what about your cab driver? Your cab driver, okay? There or you go. your hairdresser. I'm a big believer in tipping your hairdresser. Is that right? All right. Why you paid them? Why do you have to tip them? Okay, here's the thing. Not only do they provide a great service for you, but it also sends a message that you think they're doing great work, and you want that good work to continue. What about 
showing up and going to see them again. How's that for showing them they do good work? No, I think you got to show them <laughs> that extra added appreciation. So, so as an like, accountant, if your client doesn't tip you, do you think, man, they don't think I do good work? You or when what? they show up again next year to get their taxes done, I have are you once, like, well, I've once had someone ask if they could tip me. What? And okay, you must have done a good job. I didn't know if I was actually allowed to accept it or how that. I works. don't think you can. So I was like, you know what? I appreciate the offer, like the offer, but you know, um, just wait till I'm outside of the office and just give me the money <laughs> exactly. in cash and make sure it's cash <laughs> in, you know, <laughs> our underground parking garage. All right, yeah. you know. So yeah, but anyways, the fact is, is tipping. Here's my first question to you, T. Okay. Is it necessary all the time? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Here's my thing with tipping. I really feel like tipping, and maybe this is just my experience, 100% this is just my experience, I feel like it's become expected. And I think it loses its value when it's expected because the idea behind tipping was that, okay, someone who does exceptional gets a higher tip. But now... Like, I was talking a big game just now about how, oh, you can't tip your hairdresser. But I feel so guilty that I oftentimes tip, you know, 15% and it's been, like, fine service. Do you know what I mean? And it's, like, just because it's, like, well, it's expected. I don't want to be a cheapskate, blah, 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 you know. And so I feel, I feel at least anecdotally, the way I've seen things, it's become expected. And that's probably a bit much. Also, there's a lot of people getting tipped that I'm surprised about. I got an oil change. And they're, like, do you want to? tip and i'm like what why i'm paying you for the oil change why do i have to also tip you for the oil change do you know what i mean it's kind of it seems kind of goofy to me you know what and here's the thing so here's i've got a philosophy on tipping all right okay my philosophy is 10 15 20 okay okay 10 i give just about to anyone especially in the restaurant business and the reason why i give 10 is i actually read this in a comedian's biography who worked in hospitality at a hotel and they were talking about how sometimes that 10% if you're having a really bad day because that's sometimes what you get you get bad service because someone's having a bad day because we don't know everyone's life situation and I get it you go to work you should be professional no matter what but you know we're human beings so emotions exist anyways they were talking about how when they would get a tip and they're having a bad day sometimes it changed it for them that like in that instant so all of a sudden, ten percent? What? No, no, no. Just That's... a tip. A tip changes it for them, so that okay. all of a sudden it perks them up. That they all of a sudden are doing better. So you're in a sense, you're giving that tip, and it's not helping you, but it might be helping the next guy who walks through the door yeah. and uses their services or whatever. That's good. So, but you know what? I think I think you give someone ten percent tip nowadays, and they're like, "Oh, this cheapskate! I yeah, can't believe they the only thing. gave me a ten percent tip." That's part of my point. Is ten percent is like the bare minimum for me. Now you give me pretty good service. I'm gonna I'm gonna appreciate you and I'm gonna go, okay, fifteen fifteen you know, I want you to I want it to be known that I appreciated the service, but like there's still room for you to improve, you know? <laughs> All right? Now that twenty okay. percenter, depending on the service, twenty percent can you know, it can run me run me a bit of cash. Right, right, right. But that twenty percent I really wanna hold off for people who are like going above and beyond. They're not letting my I drink get that. empty. You know, they're checking in to make sure that I'm taken care of. You know, they they truly embody what hospitality is about, to take care of the customer. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know those people when you find them. And it's like, if they're at a restaurant, you want to be seated in their section. And they know Absolutely. that they're good because yep. they see good tips all the time and it continues to empower them. And it's Fair like, enough. shout Fair out enough. to those people who are just busting their hump regardless of where you work. You know, here's a great example. Back in Williams Lake, 
you know, I would frequent Denny's every once in a while for breakfast because it's one of the only breakfast places to go. And there's this lady who's working at Denny's. I can't imagine she's making tons of cash. But she just hustles like no other to take care of you like you're at a five-star restaurant. Right. And it's like, man, that's why people appreciate you is because you are working so hard. It doesn't matter what uniform you're wearing, what restaurant you're working in. You are just working hard. And it's like that kind of service is invaluable you know, to any owner. And so it's like, you know, as a, as someone who works in hospitality, you should always be priding yourself on the tips because that tells you how good of a job you're doing. Really? Like that should, yeah, dictate no, fair it. Enough. that should dictate it right there is what is my like average tip percentage of my total wages? You know, no, I'm with you. And yeah, I think people, most people would definitely say they tip more. If someone does accept really well, of course, and twenty percent is the ceiling for me too. I find it. I mean, I I rarely seem to get down to ten percent though because I don't know the machines all now start at fifteen percent. I never pay with oh, cash. Oh, I'll for sure figure out a way to wiggle it in there. Only pay ten. Oh, good for you. Yeah. And I do too. Sometimes if this the service is exceptionally bad, um, I want to let it be known. All right. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I mean, I, we have a friend who is perfectly willing to say, you know, no, the service was bad. I'm not leaving anything. And I just yeah. feel like, whoa, I don't know if I could do that. That would be hard. That would be hard. Yeah. It's, um, it's culturally quite different. And I think it's, it's been a little bit tougher, too, because now we know that uh, minimum wage in Alberta, for people who don't know, is $15 an hour, which mm. it's Canadian, depending on if you're not Canadian or not. And it's a good wage. Yep. You know, that is a, a solid Maybe it de- $15 an hour. incentivizes people to tip. Well, that's the thing. So now, because of that, you know, the prices at restaurants have gone up. And, you know, we're using restaurants here, but the prices at, at most places that hire predominantly minimum wage workers have gone up. And, uh, you know, we're kind of still expected to tip the same amount, despite the fact that, you know, that server's wage likely went up. And so that makes it tougher um, in, in that regard. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, those service jobs are tough. It's it's for sure one where it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of hard work. And I definitely am okay. Like, I'm going out. You budget for it. You plan to be a little bit generous if you can. But, you know, it, it's a real tough thing when it's like, okay, all the prices have gone up. But now you still get 15% on that now increased amount. Yep. You know what I mean? And then more and more people, like I was saying, are expecting tips. It's right. really. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this part because this kills yep. me. I want your thoughts on tipping people who don't deliver anything to you. Listen, what are your thoughts on when I go to Subway and I see a tip jar or a tip option on my on my Subway sandwich that I just watched? Yeah, that's a good example. Okay? Or when I go to pick up a pizza that you didn't deliver yep. to me? Yeah. Or, you know. Uh, you go to coffee to go, like at a, like exactly. Tim Hortons not an issue, but at Starbucks or any other local coffee shop. Yeah. Yep. I watch you just make this. You didn't make it exceptionally fast for me. Yeah, to go. To go. You didn't deliver it. Yeah. Uh, you know. I have a hard time with that too, and it's like I don't. I refuse to tip people in those situations. And that's the. I do feel a little bit more like empowered to be like, you know what? No, I'm getting this to go. Especially like if it's food. Like no, I literally came and picked this up. Why would I tip you? Yeah. 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 But then at the fun at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I don't know why I tip my hairdresser. Although, yeah, 
this is this is the thing. That's a good example. I'm glad you brought that up. So with the hairdresser, this is the thing that's weird to me. So some hairdressers, uh, hairdressers are notoriously like you can find a lot of independent hairdressers. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, if I'm if you're the owner, yeah. Why would I tip you? I literally just paid you. But I get it if you, if the hairdresser works for a that wage. I've, I've gone to is working for a wage. Yes. Ah, dang but it. then again, oftentimes hairdressers, even if they're not the owner. They rent their chair That's and they exactly operate it. as an independent business as well. And in that case, I would also say, okay, what am I tipping you for? Just charge me what the cost is. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because it's like all that money goes to them anyways. I don't know. I always just want to like express it as like a thanks. I appreciate the job you just did to that next level. Yeah. Like you didn't just provide me the haircut. You provided me with an exceptional haircut. Yeah. Fair so enough. this is my way of saying keep doing what you're doing. To my hair, yeah. at least. You know? <laughs> if they yeah. screw up my hair, then we're going to no have tip. problems. That way, we're going to have hey, problems. you know what? Maybe that's something to think about. If you don't ever tip, how do you let them know you're not happy? I guess you could not go back. Yeah. But then, you know, you haven't, they haven't learned anything. You just lost a hairdresser. But now, you can be like, okay. They can be like, Maddie only tipped me 5%. Today. Maddie didn't tip me today. And he always tips me. Something is going on. And that's the only way she can know that because you always tip. And you know what? Here's the other part <laughs> of it too. I'm a notoriously kind tipper, but that's because when you live in a small town like this, people get to yeah. know you. When you frequent the same places, they take care of you when they know that you tip well. Oh, you got to be a baller, hey? You got to make it rain to get the service you need. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> You know, here's the thing. I've never lived in a big city, but I've always wanted to be the guy who shows up to a restaurant that's full. And they make a table? And whips oh, out the, like, 50 man. or 100 and just says, can you find me a seat? Yeah, And yeah. then they just go and they find you that seat. You know what I mean? I've always wanted to be that guy. I Here's the thing. I'm so broke and so cheap, I could never be the guy who just, like, pulls out a hundy, a hundy stick and just says, hey, can you go yeah, and you uh, find me a table? What? That's up in the jars of fiber. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got paid for dinner with the hundred. <laughs> I was just gonna say it was just paying me to give a hundred dollars away. She's like, ooh, just to get a table yeah. at the place. Yeah. That'd be an incredible good meal. But the yeah, fact is, is that you know, I just I want that reputation. I want that reputation one day. Where it's oh yeah, Matt's no, here. Yeah. You know, people He's generous. Really yeah, be good to him. Yeah, I know yeah. that's fair. Yeah, you know. Um, I think that's fair, but I think the big thing is that annoys me or that bothers me is when it's expected. That's the thing. If yeah. you want to be generous, you should be able to be generous. But why is it then expected that everybody else is generous? And why is it then expected, or, or why is that person then sort of looked down upon because they weren't maybe as generous? You know right. what I mean? So, right. Yeah. That's a good point, T. Tipping. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Well, folks, here's let us know what you guys think of tipping. Whether you're yeah. a big tipper, maybe you hate tipping and you never tip. If you're the notorious non-tipper, I want to know who you are. Because one, Absolutely. I want to give you a piece of my mind. But two, I also kind of want to know your philosophy behind why you don't tip. Yeah. So I'm not and like, I'm not fully angry. I'm just kind of like a little disappointed. I'm going dad mode on you a little bit. <laughs> but but I do I do want to know like the idea behind that though. Yeah. I wouldn't mind hearing a list of businesses that are like asking for tips now that never did. Like the one Dude, Subway. oil change place. Yeah, Subway. Sure. At least it's a restaurant, but oil change place. Like I went there and I was like, what tip? And I went to another one and they didn't. And I was like, okay, that's what I thought. Am I just missing something? Well, here's and the so thing. With an oil new change, if they get that done in like 15 minutes and also check all your other fluids, 
You know, yeah, like maybe good, like, you know I what? I, I noticed you're a little low on your windshield washer fluid. Let me get that topped up for you free of charge. It's like, my man, I'm going to tip you. All right. You know how much windshield like, washer fluid costs? It's like you know $2 what? for It's the four gesture, meters. Terry. It's the yeah. gesture. All right? I mean, you're going to pay 10 bucks to get $2 worth of fluid? Come Colored on, man. water. <laughs> Killing me. So, some food coloring in your water. That's all they've done. It's I, just... I was, yeah, exactly. I was literally just thinking, man, just take your time and charge me regular price. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Dude, if a guy's willing to go above and beyond, I'm... I'm what if I just want regular price that. and you can go not a low end, you know, right here? <laughs> you know what? The idea behind tipping is that it motivates, like I said, it motivates people to do an extraordinary job. Yeah, and, that's true. And so it's like, that's I want true. someone who's willing to do that. I'm with you. But then at the same time, it's like, okay, should, you know, I'm paying for just a regular job. Right, and it's like when it's an oil change, just take the oil out, put the new oil in. Well, let's move on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's a good point. No, you're, maybe you're not wrong cheap. there. Maybe I'm being cheap, dude. You are cheap. One last thing I've got to say before we get out of here. Okay. Um, Hang on, we're not out of here large, yet. How do you feel about the large group gratuity? Now, if tipping is supposed <sighs> to incentivize a good job, when it's automatically put on the bill. In a particularly taxing situation, does it then disincentivize or lack an incentive for a good job? Do you know what I mean? You know what? And here's the thing I'll say about that. I think when I'm in a large group, I call ahead and I let a restaurant know. If, say, say your wife were to invite me down to Medicine Hat for your birthday. And it's we're going to surprise hey. Tarek with a night out. We're all going to go out for dinner. And she tells me and she goes, you know what? We got like... 15 people all going and she's really excited and i go okay Brittany, i want you to call that restaurant and let them know you have a group of 15 coming in not just for the reservation of a table but also request that we get two waiters slash waitresses two wait staff you would on ask that table. specifically for I how many staff specifically you want? for two not oh. i'm not going to be outrageous and say three or four like just no that's fair that's you call fair. ahead and you ask for two one so that if you get great wait staff and you know the place is is well staffed in that sense, you know, then you're going to have a great experience. And then individuals from that party might be willing to tip even more because they had a good experience from that staff. Yeah. So, yeah. and I've recognized that just through business dinners and stuff that I've gone to, that it's like it it incentivizes people not only to pay the gratuity of whatever it is, 15 or 18% sometimes, but it also makes them go, you know what? I'm willing to add another 15% onto my bill or whatever uh, because we had, you know, great people taking care of our table the whole time. Yeah. You know? No, that's, and that's a good idea. I like that too, in that you get your value. You're like immediately like, okay, I know you're going to charge me an 18% gratuity because we're a big group. So I'm asking that you have two people. Yeah. I'm letting you know before and, and have two people for us. And I think that's a good way to get your value out Guys, of your 18%. Pro tip right there. Anytime you're going out for a party of, say, 12 or 10 or 10 or more, call ahead and see if they're willing to give you a second wait staff and let them know it's a large group. And you even kind of tuck it in there. Maybe you're lying a little bit, but you say, you know what? If you guys give us you know, great service, there's a good chance that some of these people I'm with are willing to... Give, yep. give it a larger tip because of that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, oh, fair enough. then they're going to not only want to give more people or 
another staff member to your table, but those people might be incentivized to work a little harder. That's a good way to do that. Cause, and I mean, I'll be honest, most restaurants, you know, the 18% gratuity is no big deal. Yeah. It's really tough for that waitress and they usually do a pretty good job, but there's always the one off where it's like, okay, this now oh, they're, they're just inattentive. overwhelmed. They're, yeah. they're new maybe yeah. and they don't know how to handle this many people. Yeah. And then it just and, becomes and a bad paying, time. And we're paying 18% for it. And it's like, well, that's not fair. Yeah. And that's a one off. Usually it's not a big deal. Nope. The work was, the work that was done warranted the 18%, but that one off, it's pretty frustrating. So. That's a good way to make sure that doesn't happen very often. Yep. So anyways, that's Matt's pro tip of the day right there. Request like that it. second good wait pro staff. Tip. <sighs> okay, you know what? I don't even want to sully this a little bit. Okay. No, I said I don't want to sully this. Yeah. Okay. But I got to like bring to? it up. I got to bring it up, okay? <laughs> Do it. All I right, gotta let's give, hear it. I got to give a shout out to the Pope. Oh. <laughs> I gotta give a shout out to yes. the Pope and the Pope the hand Pope. slap, the Pope slap. All right, the Pope slap. His slap. What is his title? His right. magnificent. His uh, excellence. I don't know what his I, title is. I don't know what he is. It's a dope all type. I know is, listen. All right. By the, the slap time you guys, by the time you guys it. listen to this, <laughs> you probably have heard about it several times over. Maybe you're sick of hearing it. But all I'm saying is, okay, the Pope apologized to this, and I'm mad at the Pope for apologizing. I don't uh, think the, the Pope, Pope thing to do, <laughs> dude. But the Pope had every right to slap that chick's hand because guess what? You don't put your hands on the Pope, all right? Don't put your hands on anybody. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I felt if like it was me tame and someone reached out like that, I'd be like, "Get out of here!" Give a good <laughs> smack to the hand. Be like, come on now. Uh, like, have some common your, sense. He's the keep Pope. Your Pope hand strong. Oh, <laughs> keep your Pope hand. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good yeah. Good see, one. shout out to the Pope. I just want the Pope to know you keep. Poking. We got your back, Francis. Dude, you you had every right to slap that woman. It's nice of you to apologize. She's fine. You were fine, but nice of you to apologize. Yeah, dude, Pope ain't easy. All right, that's all I'm saying. Pope ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, my second shout out of the week. T only okay. only the second one, dude. Shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio. I okay. saw a photo of this man on the beach, shirt off, just dad bought up, okay? <laughs> this guy, I'm not saying he was rocking a gut, but I'm definitely saying he didn't have killer abs or anything like that. And yet, not toyed. Con- constantly dating like 24-year-old models, okay? This guy is just, he's going to New York Fashion Week, not for the fashion, but to see who's walking around with the fashion on if you catch my drift all right yeah yeah He's, yeah that that's his tinder is just watching the chicks walking down the catwalk is that what it's called catwalk yeah okay good anyways my point is leo true professional all right dude just rocks the stomach out just not caring what he's probably consuming probably you know having a good having a good time down in the caribbean gets a film Gets back into it. Dude's got washboard abs. All right? Love it. The Love guy it. Gets is cut just, when needed. Oh, like, you know, like a pro athlete. You know, I feel like those guys probably yep. let loose a little bit in the off season. Then they just, I like it. they know season's coming up. Got to gotta tighten oh, yeah. up. Can, I love that. Can act, will cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, shout out to Leo. Uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, a lot of actors do that. You know, not The Rock, obviously, because The Rock dude, is like nonstop the in shape, ready, Kevin Hart, ready to go. Yeah. Um, also, but hey, you know, but sorry, I was just gonna quickly say, pop culture moment here. I watched Kevin Hart's new documentary series on Netflix. It was a documentary. I thought it was another stand-up special. No, it's a six-part series that that tracks from basically when he got busted for cheating on his wife all the way up until when he got the Oscars and then lost the Oscars. Right. And then talks a little bit about like it talks a lot about like the team he has around him and stuff like that and just some of the trials that he goes with and it's just like man, it's pretty human human insight into a celebrity of his magnitude who's just a global icon, you know? And has just dealt with a little bit of controversy throughout his life in the last couple of years and stuff. So it was just very yeah, much an kidding. inside look that probably most celebrities would not want the public to see. So that's right. where it was kind of neat because it's just like it's a lot of vulnerability. Maybe that's a move on his behalf. I don't know. Maybe his his team was like, yeah, you know what? Let's show the real Kevin Hart. Maybe more people will love you because of it. I don't know. Yeah. All not I'm saying idea. is. It was a very public couple of failures for him. Ooh, and yeah. then. You know, maybe it is like, well, let's get you back up there in the public too. So, so all I'm saying is, if you guys need something to watch this week, go check it out. There's half hour episodes, so it'll be all of three hours total. Uh, and yeah, they're they're really good. Anyways, check it out. Awesome. Um, anything else you want to add in there, T? Oh man, I love it. Tip uh, tip your waiters and waitresses. Maybe your oil change guy. Definitely not if you got takeout. Dude, that's Definitely exactly not. it. If you're showing up to grab something and go, no tip. All right? No tip. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all those restaurants that I've gone to, but listen, I'm not tipping you if I'm just picking it up to go. I'm just not simply happening. paying for the damn service of what you just did. Yep. That's reasonable. Don't make anyone feel guilty about it. Should we yeah. try and move tipping back down to 5, 10, 15? Or is that just cheap? No, <sighs> that's cheap. I'm you know at 15, what? 18, 20 right now. That's just outrageous. But I think I think the five really sends a message that you weren't impressed. But it's almost it's true. like rude if you go 5%. It is rude. It's true. So it's not even easy to figure out. I guess you could just tell it to figure it out. But then anyways. You, become, you become the terrible person. It shifts that's what from I mean. poor service to the poor customer. Yeah, I always, you know, you got to watch your waitress too. Like, if you tip 5%, watch them just like scowl at you. Yeah, then they remember <laughs> you. Next time you come in, yeah. they spit in your food. Oh, there you go. That's true. Small town problems. Small town Hashtag. problems, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right, folks. Anyways, go check us out. New new name. Uh, the gonna, Talk to Me podcast. We're going to be coming at you with some hot takes throughout the weeks, hopefully. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, wherever you can find us, and uh, leave us a review. Leave us leave us a rating, whatever you like. Five stars. Send us some questions if you want something answered, and uh, we look forward to being back this new year. And uh, yeah. Hold me down, cooler. School me to the game.